0: Hey everyone, welcome to the women in my world. I am so excited today because today two women in my world are joining me and I have had an incredible journey with them so far. Alexandra and Andrea, the Boylan sisters are here today to talk about their new movie and I am just excited to introduce them and start the conversation. Welcome ladies.
1: Thank you. Our movie—it's <laughs> all of our movie. You're the director, so it, let me go back and introduce it again. And Sherry Rigby's movie. <laughs> I'm just—I am
0: thrilled to have you both here because, well, first of all, I first I just want to say thank you for stepping out in faith and having just the belief in me to do what I was going to do and be able to bring a creative spirit to what you already created. And this is this incredible story that you wrote and just, um, and and obviously, specifically for such a time as this. So thank you for doing that. I know you are both women who desire to uplift and empower women. So thank you for that. I'm excited to talk to you all about that process today, too. And yes, it's, it's a movie that we get to all say we're part of and the story. So anyway, thank you for that. Thank you for being who you are in the industry. And it's just amazing. So but I want to launch into the women in my world the women in my world always, we always talk about success. And so before we dig in too much further into the movie, I want to ask both of you this question is how you define success. And so um, Andrea, if you want to start off, I would love to hear how you define success.
2: Well, okay, so the type A part of my personality is like a big A plus. That's what defines success and probably lots of words of affirmation. But as I've been journeying and my word for the year is humble, I've been really working on, you know, what is it? What is the world success versus what does God's success look like? And I guess yeah. real success for me is when I'm comfortable in my own skin and at peace, like just that I feel like I can be me and here I am, warts and all, love it or leave it. And and just be like, enjoy that moment. And that actually makes me more present in all my moments when I'm in that space.
0: I love that. That's really good. That's good. It's a reminder to be present and just be who we are, which is going to add to the theme of what we're getting ready to talk about with this movie. So really, really good.
1: Alexandra, how about you? Such a great question. It's a huge question. Um, I think it changes, too, so much, you know, for everyone. But I think success is if I feel so excited and passionate and I get to go and create the thing that I'm passionate about, you know, like, and I think when we get messages from people who say what they've seen or what we've done has changed their life, that's and and that it's brought them closer to the lord or helped their walk in life that to me is success that means something i did impacted someone for the for the good or the better and that's what it's all about so that's success to me
0: yeah i love that and we definitely got to do that when we hit gcu right <laughs> we all kind of like hit it in this excitement and all of a sudden it was like we get to create something that is special. And so, and that's, that's something that's really exciting to talk to both of you about today. There's this beautiful new movie called identity crisis, and it is special. And I would love for y'all to just talk a little bit about the movie. Give us, um, give us a little bit of a synopsis and about the story and why you decided that this was the story that you two needed to write together.
1: All right. I'll do the, I'll do the the quick, Elevator pitch for Identity Crisis. <laughs> and it's Identity Crisis is about a shy science whiz in college who struggles with imposter syndrome and confidence and um, perfectionism. And she figures out how to clone herself and create what she thinks is the perfect identity and send her off to do all the things that she's afraid of, only to discover that God already created her the perfect version of herself. Mm-hmm. And she had all the confidence she just needed to try and i think you know when andrea and i first started talking about this idea it really started as a conversation and you can correct me if i'm wrong andrea we were just talking about like how much confidence is a mindset and it's something that's from within and from i mean god gives us confidence but it really is about what, what we think is what we become. And if we can think something, or it's like if you have someone once came up to me and said, how do you have confidence? And I was like, I just walk in the door and then I walk up there and then I start to speak and then I talk. <laughs> like, it's just like, and so we kind of talked about that. And then what if two people looked exactly the same? And the only difference was one person didn't feel it and the other person felt it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where the conversation always starts in a conversation of like, You know, and Andrea, you can jump in. <laughs> yeah.
2: and I also think we decided we wanted to do something in college. So we did a little bit of research, too, about what some of the top issues that are facing um, girls or women in college. And one of the top ones was that feeling of not being confident or imposter syndrome. Like they're presenting, but if somebody really asks me one more deep question, I'm not <laughs> going to have the answer, and I'm faking that. Yeah, you know? yeah. So we were like, how can you, in a fun way, illustrate that so that we can almost be Relaxed into getting the message, and and I think that's kind of the style that we like to do with our movies is that you 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 get your veggies with your dessert, you know, and 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 you didn't even know you got any nutrients in there, and at the end you're like, oh wow, that really made me think, you know. Um, so I think that that was how that conversation kind of went and evolved, and then as we continued to write, it was like, how do you in just a real fun engaging way, talk about confidence, because the reality is, all of us think, I'm not good enough, how can I do that? I can't do this. What if I get up there? And you know, <laughs> I all the words go out of my brain, and I, I can't think of what I'm supposed to say. and 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 that's not just one person. That's everybody experiences that feeling.
0: Absolutely. It's so funny that you say that both of you, because people today still ask me, like, when I get up to speak, they say, you know, you must just walk up there. And it's like, second nature. And I'm like, no, you don't understand every single thing that I do. I get so nervous that I actually want to exit the building, probably get sick, and then go back in, or at least try maybe to go back in. But I always get this nervous, you know, about the situation. And then I have to go in and go, okay, wait a minute, I have to relinquish control. Because really, God is the one in control of this. And, you know, it's such a reminder that, yeah, you know, we're human. We are always going to be in that place of maybe feeling unworthy or feeling not special or not smart enough or not equipped enough. But the coolest thing, and I love about this movie and the way that you two write, is that you really do hone it in and make sure that people understand that you are worthy and you were created with purpose. And this movie specifically to me with just the conversation about DNA and how specific it is to being created with purpose for purpose. And I just, I think that's specific. And so when we get into those situations where we're feeling that nervousness, we can go, okay, God, you know what? I have nothing left in me. I don't even know where I'm going with this or what I'm doing, but you do. So have at it. And there's so many times I think, man, that's the way that God works, you know? And so, and I love that even in this movie is I think you really see that you both hit the nail on the head. You really worked that position, uh, you know, with these two characters and how it, how it develops through the story. I don't want to give too much away because I really want people to get out there and watch this movie and support it. Um, I want to go back a little bit and I want to talk about the two of you as women and how you formed your partnership to say, we're going to do this. This is important. This is what God has laid on our heart. So how do we do storytelling together? How do we create stories together as sisters in the industry, Christ followers? What did that journey look like? How did that begin?
1: Oh, how did, uh, yeah. So, um, well, actually, I got the opportunity through a sales agent I had worked with who told me I should make faith based family movies. And he's like, if you make it, I'll get the money, which is every filmmaker's dream. So I said, yes, of course. <laughs> he said, uh, all the requirement is that you have to have football in the movie. And so I called my sister, and I was in Los Angeles at the time, and Andrea was in Wisconsin. And I called her and said, do you want to come on board and consult on a script that's like a faith-based family movie? And she said, yes, because that's what we all do. That's the thing. <laughs> make it till you make it. Just say yes and figure it out later. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then um, Andrea came on as a consultant, but ended up actually writing the script. And the two of us start really, and then the biggest thing was we looked at the landscape of faith-based films back in 2012 during this time, and there really weren't a lot of women in the starring roles. And it was always about the man, and the woman was the supporting role. And we thought, well, let's make the woman be the lead. And um, we actually went to our executive producer and told him that. And he said, oh, no, you can't do that because there's no numbers in the marketplace to back up a female-driven faith-based film and we said well that's because we think nobody's doing it but they're the buyers and if we do it maybe we will show there's it does do well so he said okay i trust you and he let us do it and catching faith went on to become the top five consistent selling movie for the distribution company so we were like i think we're i think we're on to something (laughs) And that was six movies ago. So yes. (laughs) Wow. Wow. And your characters
0: really have been focused on the female leads, right? Is that? Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's really important to us. And partly because when Alexandra did call and and ask me, I was like, I always like to tell this. I was literally, I sat down at the top of my staircase. Like I probably had a laundry basket in my hand and I'm like, (laughs) What? <laughs> like I am the demographic. I am. I was the forty-year-old soccer mom that had three kids. My youngest had just gone to kindergarten, and I was like, "Okay, what am I going to do with the rest of my life?" Talk about an identity crisis. But that's for another day. <laughs> um, but when she when she said that, I was like, "Well, yes, I don't have a clue what that exactly means to write a script, but I would love to join in that process and consult." And then we ended up. Writing together. And the biggest thing, heart cry for me was having been a pastor's wife, having been a youth minister, and having and trying to connect people with the current at that time, this was about 15 years ago, 12 years ago, what was out for faith based movies. Oftentimes the woman was such a side character that we didn't get any of that journey. Like, what is it like if you have really tried to be a faith filled mom and your kiddo? You know, goes their freshman year to college and does everything the opposite of what you taught them. Right, right. <laughs> and you're at home just helpless and praying yeah. on your knees. Yeah. You know, and kind of feeling like a failure and feeling embarrassed. Like I can't go. How can I tell? I can't even tell my small group. I've totally failed. Or yeah. you know, and and so it was like, how can we actually have those kind of conversations that represent women? It, what's real? It's real. <laughs> we do. We can do all of the best things in in our in our power. And real life happens, and our kids that we've invested so much in make choices that don't align with our values and, and you still love them. and But then you're like, I don't know what to do with this. And we wanted to tell stories that really allowed us to wrestle with that and see that you can love Jesus and still life can be super messy. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, and I love that you all represent women with true authentic stories and the things that we are dealing with. And I love that you really, I mean, your movies all kind of go through different age ranges, you know, catching faith was a woman in her, what, maybe mid thirties, 40s,
2: yeah. yeah,
0: 40s. And then, you know, when then we go all the way to switched where you have, you know, mm-hmm. two teen girls that are up against, and yet I think the parents still were going through their own situations as well. Mm-hmm. And so you really add in these, you know, diverse and the demographics for all of us to 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 step into and go, Oh, I see myself in this movie, which brings me to identity crisis and talking about the development of these characters and how critical the time is right now for this age group. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk to you a little bit about share some of the things that as you were writing this movie, and even thinking about today, what are some of those critical topics that you want people who are watching this audience to catch from this movie to really see and identify with, um, so that they not only as a, as an older woman, cause there is a lot of things in this movie that hit me, mm-hmm. you know, dealing with identity crisis, dealing with how am I dealing and sharing with others about who and how they've been created in Christ to, you know, being the younger me, what would I say to my younger self? And so how did, mm-hmm. how do you see that today influencing the culture with the identity crisis that we're in?
1: I just, I feel like the enemy is the author of confusion. Mm -hmm. He is doing a very good job right now, confusing our young people, confusing everybody. Mm -hmm. And I am so excited that we created a, a, a film that is saying there is no confusion. God does not make mistakes. He does not make mistakes on you. And she asked that question in the movie. What if God made a mistake on me? Mm-hmm. um and the fact that we were able to back it up with science <laughs> right. and yet we're saying that like um the genome project you know there we every person has three billion individual characteristics that only you have mm-hmm. that is extraordinary so the fact that we got to use science and back up that to show that God made you, he, fearfully and wonderfully made, and there is no place for confusion here with God. He loves you. You have a purpose. He created you, and I just really hope that we can speak into that place in our society right now, where the enemy is really trying to confuse our young people. Young ones,
0: and I, and I, Andrea, I would say, I mean, that's such a great point, and to think about how we've been. Created. I mean, really, truly, fearfully and wonderfully made as it talks about us in the Psalms where God really, he knew us before we were ever formed. Andrea, you deal also in psychology and therapy. And you're dealing with so many people and issues right now. And thank God you do what you do. Um, And so talk a little bit about how even in your work outside of the entertainment industry and what you're dealing with, with the identity crisis, what, how you're coping and and working kind of through some of those things and how you work with your clients to share this message. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Thanks for asking that question. I think that like Alexandra said, this is it is a huge issue because already being a pre-teen to teenage, those years are so Critical and hard. I, I think we can all say yeah. that it was hard for us, mm-hmm. right? And we didn't have some of the added conversations that have now been added to the table. It was already. I felt, you know, odd and weird, and you know, I don't fit in, and all those kind of things. And now we're added to that. This whole new sexual identity question that already there we're we were questioning when we we're that age, and um and I think that the um importance of being able to have an on-ramp to have these conversations in safe places yeah. is part of what we've always felt with our films, that you know, we want there to be able to be a natural conversation that's born out of watching the movie. And I hopefully this movie will do that, that, that they'll be like, oh, I never thought about that, or I never thought about that, or, or I forgot that I was fearfully and wonderfully made. And, um, and I think that in my work, that's what I'm doing all the time, is trying to reground kiddos and their parents parents. parents to remind them, no, truth is still the truth. (laughs) And God is still on his throne. And we are still his followers. And we and it's hard sometimes, but we got to walk in his way and the way that he has instructed us. And it's hard in the moment. But in the long run, it works out best. It really Mm -hmm. does. His ways are best. And I think this movie gives us this this amazing opportunity to be able to, to, you know, old school identity crisis was I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, really, like, and, and I we still talk about that now. Like, you know, with like as an adult, when I think an identity crisis, like, do I want to change careers? You know, what what's going on? Like, what do I do now? Yeah. But now it means a whole nother thing. Yeah. It really does. It means. Am I a boy or a girl? And unfortunately, it's even gotten to the point where we have we aren't we've taken away the boy or the girl, and we are asking, "Are am I an it?" Mm -hmm. And I I just want to say, I use this as an opportunity to say, we are created fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God. We are not a thing; we are people, and we are a little lower than the angels. Mm -hmm. And we were created after the animals because we are unique and special creations that look like the closest possible thing to God. That's precious and that's not an it. Yes. <laughs> and I think that this movie just gives a, a, a really a simple, easy on ramp for parents and youth leaders and just mentors to be able to say, let's talk about who you are and what God has for you. And it's so much more than what our culture is telling you.
1: You're listening to the Edify Podcast Network. We'll be right back. Welcome back.
0: That is so good. I think even thinking about what you just said with creation, you know, even giving parents and people the opportunity to open up their Bible and talk about creation, or maybe there are people that are going to watch the movie that don't even really realize the creation steps or process, and I love the fact that you just talked about that. I was just reading recently, um, back in gener- you know Genesis again, and where I thought it was just an absolutely incredible statement, and it hit me so different, was that God once one gives the authority over, you know, to man gives the authority over everything, right? And so He right. gives the authority to man, but prior to that, He He literally is either hovering or he calls into existence, but he stops with man and he actually forms him from the dust. And I thought, man, you know, here it is, here's the Lord. And he's literally like, you know what it is to pick up the dirt or to form, you know, clay or to create this vessel. And he's like, not only does he pick it up and he forms it and he breathes breathes into yes. Man, And then to think of just all the little details of creation and to think, wait a minute, the Lord, when he was talking to Abraham and said, you know, you, it's going to be vast, you know, each one of those stars, like he knew who he was making, the formation of who he was making, how he was breathing into us and creating us for purpose. And that is a powerful message for our culture to start talking about so that we can have these open conversations regarding identity, because if people would only understand that they have been fearfully and wonderfully made, they could walk in purpose and have more joy than they could have ever imagined. And I think this movie is going to break ground with that conversation starter Mm -hmm. and get people to talk about the DNA process. It's beautiful. It really, Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, and it's so deep. It's so deep. Did you think when you were writing this that it was going to be this deep? That you would did you, you would start to see all of these different things, Alexandra? I mean, like, did you or is do you, every day do you find like a new nugget of of God gold in it?
1: Yeah. Well, I I think That's also cool. you know we wrote it before things got so crazy. So you know, I mean, Andrea and I are always trying to write things that are fun, relatable, mm-hmm. super cool. But inside of it, we want a powerful message, you know, in every film that we're doing, you know. So I think we are always trying and always leading people back to the creator, to to God, always, Mm -hmm. everything. And even if maybe you've seen the movie three times before you realize in there, oh, they meant that. We hope that we're always, like Andrea said, putting the little nuggets in there, that you're delightfully enjoying the movie. It's completely delightful, but you're getting... All this goodness inside of it going wow i i didn't oh i picked that up you know so yeah. I, I mean, i don't i think now how incredible that we wrote that line where she's asked the professor what if god made a mistake on me we wrote that line years ago before we knew that people were really going to start feeling like they were such a big mistake and yeah so it's like god is incredible i think i get goosebumps every time i say it because every time we make a film and and it comes out. It's always some the perfect timing. So we're always like praying and going, okay, God, what do you want? What is your will? And we'll, we don't even know in three years what the next one you want. So, you know, just keep downloading what you want us to do now. So that in three years from now, it'll be the perfect timing for whatever that's going to be. So um, we just are always praying. To be led, and then if we're excited about it, and we're like, "Oh, this seems like really fun," then we know we're on to something, and we keep yeah. going. There's been some things that we've written, and we've been like, "That's a dud. Let's move on." <laughs> 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 we've spent some time on things and been like, "No, that's not working." You know, get you know, gotta find the the great one. Like switched, you know, and right. now this one, and praying for the next great one, the next thing that God can use to. To to start conversations in, like you said, I think that kids are sometimes afraid to talk about stuff, and we hope that our films afterwards it gives them permission to be like, oh, let me talk to my parents
2: about something I'm going through that I was didn't want to talk about, you know. And I think that that the beautiful thing you mentioned it before, Sherry, that. It doesn't really matter how old you are. This movie can hit you, you know, because we we there's all a little teenager left in us anyway, right? So that we can relate mm-hmm. to that. So I just wanted to say one of the one of the things like like Alexandra said we we are we just try to be spirit led when we're writing. But one of the things that is a really fun little like l- other layer in this story is that we all want our parents' approval. And there's a really fun little strand, you know, uh, theme through this where where our character asks, are you proud of me now? And we later get to have mom, co- you know, call and say, hey, remember that question you asked me? Which in the moment, and any mom gets this, like you a lot of times miss stuff in the moment. Your kids say stuff and stuff's going on and you don't necessarily respond to it. But then it's like gets in you and you go Oh, of course I do. Have I not said that enough? And, and there's this beautiful scene where mom calls back and says, you know, I just want I want to follow up with you and say, I am proud of you. I've always been proud of you. And I think one of the things that we really hope is that along with the conversations for youth, that also moms and dads out there will stop and go to their kids in that conversation and say, hey, I don't know if I've told you lately, but I'm really proud of this or this or this. I love this about you because it is really important that the the um, wisdom and the love that we are putting into our kids to encourage them because they get a lot of really negative messages, a lot more negative messages all day long than they get positives. And we have an opportunity to breathe back in and, and it's nice to be reminded in a really fun way. And I think this movie will do that. I love that that. It's such a,
0: it's such a reminder too, because I love the professor in this movie and I love how she's been created to be this, the science professor. Like she's the one that's bringing a lot of this awareness to the, our lead character. And what I loved was just the reminder of going, wait a minute. She was put in this place as a teacher to not only just teach a class, But really to pour into this young woman, and we see her do that on multiple occasions. Um, And I love the very first interaction where it's like, I'm going to call you out and I'm going to call you up, which makes this journey all of a sudden now you see, oh, wait a minute she's got to step in and really start to go on this journey. And and I love that part of it because so often we don't see that in too many, you know, we don't see that often in projects and that's what we need to be doing more. I think in our culture, it wasn't just about calling her out or calling somebody out. It's calling them out and up so that we encourage them and we go, wait a minute, you're, you're, you're great. You're so much better than this. Or let me share with you all the good things that I see about, you know, you and who you are. And I think you guys have really given an opportunity for parents and teachers and people in ministry and and discipling and mentor to be reminded that it's time for us to speak truth, but to do it in love and grace and to call them up and then to pour forth into them. And I love that. And I think identity crisis has an opportunity to be a culture shift for what we're seeing today in our movies and in our television. And I'm, um, I, I want to talk just a little bit about that. I know this, we could talk all day long, talk a little bit about how you see this movie. And, and I can start this time with you, Andrea. How do you see this movie being um, a movie that, it, you know, it, it, that's an alternative. It's an alternative to, Barbie it's an alternative to some of the other movies out there today how do you how do you see this movie you know helping to be that alternative for people
2: well, I, I love that you asked that question because uh, as of Friday, there is limited release of the movie in, in six theaters across the country. Plus, it will be available, you know, to rent and buy on uh, Amazon, iTunes and anywhere you can rent to buy a movie. And what I what is wonderful in the role that I have as a therapist is that I had a lot of moms ask me if they thought that their kids should see Barbie. And Barbie is great if you are, I think, 16 or older, (laughs) Um, but for our eight to 12 year old audience, I, it's not appropriate. And it it brings up conversations that aren't helpful, I think. And um, so I had a lot of little girls for a little while that were kind of mad at their therapist Um, (laughs) because she said, no, it's not really healthy for you to go see this movie. And um, but we knew that this movie, that Identity Crisis was coming out. And so I kept saying, don't worry, on September 8th, there's going to be a movie that's going to be great for you and you can invite all your friends over and you can have a sleepover and watch it and mom can feel great about it and you're going to love it. And yesterday, I actually got a text message from one of those moms who said that she was telling reminding her daughter that Friday we're going to go and see Andrea's movie. And she said, Mom, I wish you hadn't told me that. I will not be able to focus at school all week (laughs) because all I'll be doing is thinking about the movie. (laughs) And and that's just from seeing the trailer, which is awesome. So I, I think we really do hope that it's a really positive upbeat alternative to some of what is out there. Right
0: awesome. Now. Well, my last question, and then you can tell everybody where to find it. My last question for y'all is you have a really fun partnership and the partnership came about. And I think what an incredible God thing that he would partner you with Alexandra, I'll let you tell us a little bit about your partnership and where we filmed this movie and why it's so important uh, to the storyline
1: Oh, for Grand Canyon University. It's mm-hmm. amazing that we brought you back to your home area. How <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. It's so it was all meant to be, like all of it. But yeah, we uh it was just uh, how we got to work with Grand Canyon University is such a god thing. My brother created the college tour and he happened mm-hmm. to go to this college and it's actually really crazy. We didn't even know this till a little bit later, but he had already shot their episode and it was the only college that asked for a reshoot. And he was, and my brother was like, normally I don't go to a reshoot. We didn't even have reshoots, but I was in LA and I was like, oh, I'm going to fly to Phoenix. So he flew over to Phoenix for the reshoot to make sure it was done right. And when it was then that they pulled him aside and said, we're looking for some filmmakers to come and speak into the film pro- program at GCU. The president knows that media has a huge impact on the world, and he wants to create the next leaders in media at Grand Canyon University. So Andrea and I were invited to come out there because my brother said, oh, you should meet my sisters. So we <laughs> get to go to GCU, and we're sitting there, and Andrea and I are like, are we going to tell the president that we have a script that is shot completely on location in a college? And um, we, we actually didn't bring it up in the first initial meeting. And then they invited us to come for another five minutes with the president. Um, And so it was all this like, we're supposed to, talk about this. And then we sat down with the president and he's like, absolutely come and shoot the movie here. And we're not intimidated for you shooting a movie here. We're an events driven school. So, you know, you don't worry, you're not going to disrupt anything, which is really, you know, when people are in college campuses, they might not want disruption of a film set. Yeah. And they have, they, and the other thing Andrea and I say is when Andrea and I stepped on the college campus, we could feel the spirit of the Lord it, like, hits you, and it's incredible, and you get goosebumps, and you can feel it, and everyone who works there. And we were like, we want to bring our film here because we want to bring all the cast and crew to get to come onto this campus and feel this feeling. And it will seep into the movie, and everyone will feel it when they're watching it, too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Thank you, Grand Kin University.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I'm wearing their colors today. I thought, oh, yeah. oh I'm going to represent in the inconspicuous but conspicuous way. Um, but I loved, I loved going back to my hometown, and I just, yeah. I adore that. You know, I have family members that went through GCU that graduated from GCU. I love how they've shaped the community, how they have built up this beautiful community in Arizona, how they have poured back into uh, the area that they're located in. And so, so grateful for them. And also just for me to step back into uh, Arizona. I mean, I went through such an identity crisis myself, but I was a teenage mom there and so many things that I struggled with in Arizona that you know, for a long time, I didn't have a whole lot of desire after I left Arizona to go back. And this really was a beautiful time for me to go back and understand that God does good things. He is really the the author of, of good things, that he takes us back and uses our pasts to glorify him and, and to share about what he's done in us and through us. And so um, I loved it because not only did I get to go back and at first I was like, wow, I'm really having my own identity crisis. But then at the same time going, Mm -hmm. oh, this is really cool because I love how he heals our spirit. Mm -hmm. And he did that for me during my time on GCU and with you ladies and just telling the story. So thank you again. Tell everybody where they can find the movie, how they can support you. And you also have a new book coming out to go along with this movie. So Andrea, you want to touch on the book really quick and then we'll wrap it up sharing where they can find everything.
2: Great. Yes. We are really excited to announce that we have a novel, a companion novel. It tells the story and much more that you won't see in the movie and that's available. It's, it's called identity crisis, the novel, and you can find it on Amazon.
0: Love it. Love it. I'm so excited to read it because I want to know more. I mean, I, yeah.
2: I love the story, so I can't wait to, to
0: see what you ladies added to this journey. So I'm so excited. I hope everybody goes out and buys this book and just um, just has an incredible time taking the journey of reading it and then watching the movie. So tell us, tell everybody where they can watch the movie and support y'all.
1: Yes. Identity Crisis on September 9th this Friday is available on Amazon, iTunes, Voodoo, Spectrum, Anywhere that you can rent or buy a film, it will be available. So, and please support this. I think the biggest thing right now is a call to action that if you want to continue to see movies like this, if, and please support the ones who are out there trying to be the change. And, uh, and it's really important that you support the film so we can keep making more of them. (laughs) Like what you were saying before, Sherry, you know, we're always looking for the, the empty place in the market. And, and like you said, how does this, against not go against um, it's just an alternative and there isn't films like this being made for young people and we saw that that was missing in the marketplace and we thought why don't we do why don't we speak into that let's do the teen girl movies that are like Disney but for Christians and clean and what we got you know so um, please support it and go to
2: Amazon and rent it or buy it and share it with your friends. And we spoke earlier about starting a conversation. We have all kinds of downloadable free material to have those kitchen table conversations for youth groups. You can find it at BoylanSisters.com um, and you and you can download it all for free. So if you want to continue the conversation with your family, there's lots of resources there.
0: I love it. Well, I'm so excited. I think this is a great alternative. In fact, I think it's going to be a huge hit. I was so honored to be a part of it. and. Uh, Make sure that y'all go out and support this movie. You support the Boylan sisters. Uh, We want to continue to make movies that matter, that really do share the gospel and and make sure that our families can walk and be able to watch something with faith, family, and freedom in it. And so, uh, and really God honoring content. So make sure that you pre-order it because that's something that's important. Make sure that you order it, you go online and also get that book. Uh, you do not want to miss any of this. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to see you ladies in another week to do the premiere. So stay tuned, right?
1: Yes. And thank you so much for directing it and doing such an incredible job. Thank you you for joining the team, not just joining the team, leading the charge (laughs) and directing. You did an amazing job. And so I can't wait for everyone to see your beautiful work.
0: Well, thank you so much. And thanks for being part of the women in my world. We are encouraged by you and inspired by you. Keep doing what you do. We love you and we will continue to support you. So thanks for joining us.